God, there's so much to thank you about, God. There's so much to say to you, Lord God. And yet there's still so much you want to tell us, God. Be glorified tonight. Come on, give a give God a, a shout. Give him a praise. Give him a hand. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you can please find your way to your seat and say hi to your neighbor. Give him a high five. Give him a hug. Introduce yourself to your neighbor. Praise God. Welcome to Metro Praise. You keep playing, sister, please. Yes. Welcome to Metro Praise Encounter Night. This is the night where we meet the Lord. It's your choice to make the effort, to make the step, to step into faith, to say, come, Jesus, come into my life. Amen. We have service on Sunday at 1 at 9 and 11 a.m. Encounter Night is tonight and Elevate Youth Service on Friday at 7.30. And our vision here at Metro Praise is to love God and love people. Jesus said the greatest command is to love God with your mind, with your soul, with your strength, and all everything that you have inside of you. Love God. And when you're poor, when, you, when the love of God is poured inside of you, you can easily love your neighbor. Amen? Connect. Mentor and send is our strategy. We connect people to the cross. We mentor them to live like Jesus. We send them out to share Jesus. And our goal is to reach 100,000 disciples here in Chicago and to have 50 churches in Chicago and 500 all around the world. We already have about 150. Come on. Praise God. We have life groups, a good way to connect and stay grounded in the faith, a good way to stay in fellowship with brothers and sisters, five adult life groups and two youth life groups all throughout the weekend. We have the Puerto Rican Festival coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. I am excited about this. This is an outreach we make every single year for the past six years. And it's going to just be the bomb, I tell you this, because we're going to go out there, pass out some, you know, some arroz con gandules. We're going to have some skits. We're going to preach the gospel. And we're going to let the people know who Jesus Christ is. Amen. Last year, many people received Jesus out there. So you are welcome. Please come tomorrow. We're going to meet here at 4 o'clock. Come. If you feel like sharing Jesus, come. Jesus said to go and share the gospel to all nations. Amen. Impact and Royal Rangers is a ministry we have during this service. It's not really a service. It's a prayer meeting. It's a time to encounter the Lord. But during this time, we have Impact uh, where girls meet with other women where they get trained up to live golly. Let's go to the next slide. Royal Rangers as well as for the boys. And we have the girls camp coming up August 12th through the 14th. This is the girl camp they're going to be having for the Impact girls. So if you know any children, you know, from the ages of 9 and up, whatever ages, seriously, bring them by on Wednesday nights. Tithes and offering. We believe in giving 10% of our total girls to the Lord because he deserves it. He blesses us with 100. So we rather, you know, and he only asks us to give us only 10%. So let's give him his 10%, amen. And offerings, whatever you feel in your heart to offer to the Lord to bless the missions, to bless, you know, whatever other ministry you want to bless. Praise God. Now, tonight, I want to preach a little, a little bit to you about Jesus 
being the bread of life. Since we continue playing, if you could please, I'm going to keep my message short and quick to the point and firm. Let's turn our Bibles to John 6, verse 25. The title of my message is, Give Us This Bread. When everybody gets to John 6, verse 25, say amen so I can know you're there. Jesus, the bread of life, is titled. It reads, when they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. You are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. And the count of three, repeat after me. Verse 27. One, two, three. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed a seal of approval. Then they asked him, what must we do to do the work God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, what miraculous signs then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our forefathers ate the man in the desert as it is written. He gave them the bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of heaven. The true bread of heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life. Gives life to the world. And a count of three, repeat after me. One, two, three, verse 23, 33. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Verse 34 says, Sir, they said, from now on, give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go, go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Here we learn that Jesus was fed 5,000 people with a few loaves of bread. He was at this place. He fed 5,000 people. The miraculous, a miracle by feeding them. And then Jesus leaves this place, and these men come looking for him, and they ask, Rabbi, where did you, you know, when did you get here? Jesus goes on to say, I tell you the truth, you're not looking for me because you saw a miraculous sign, but because you ate the loaves and had your feeling. Jesus reproves their fleshly motives. You might come here tonight wanting to receive a word, wanting to just meet some people, wanting to, whatever motive the heart is, but let me tell you, God has a word for you tonight. This word is Jesus. It's the bread of life. They came looking for him because they gave them bread to feed and they wanted some more. Give me. Give me all that you can give me. My name is Jimmy. God, you, uh, come and give me, make me a millionaire. You can, might be asking God, Jesus, give me a house. Jesus, give me a car. Jesus, give me a wife. Jesus, give me a husband. Jesus, give me this and that because Jesus does miracles. He worked through you. He'll do it. But Jesus said this. He said, do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. You ate the loaves because you had your fill. These things will fill you. These things are temporary. Let me tell you one thing. This God that is all powerful, this God, Jesus, goes far to satisfy the demands of their appetite. Most men are willing to receive temporal goods from the hand of God. But there are very, very few, very few 
who are willing to receive spiritual blessings. How many people will go reach out to God? God, give me this. I need this. But Jesus is telling him, look, I got more than what you're asking for. You're asking for bread that is temporal. You ask for bread that is only for this season. But I got this bread of life, this spiritual blessing. Jesus wants you to reach out today and say, give us this bread. Give me this bread. He wants you to reach out and say, give me this bread that gives eternal life. Give me this bread that, that fills me up. Give me this bread. And we go on reading, it says, um, which the Son of God, which the Son of Man will give you on Him, God the Father has placed a seal of approval. What it means right here that God has placed a seal of approval on Jesus is like this perfect example. You two come here. Okay. You are the sinner. You are the sinner right here. Stand right here. You are the Lamb. Before Jesus, can you go on your knees and your hands? Before Jesus, a sinner will offer a lamb to the high priest. I am the high priest. The high priest represents God. He has the eyes of God. The high priest, you know, um, directs the people for, uh, for God. So the sinner comes and he offers a lamb. I check the lamb. It has to be stained. It has to be perfect. It has to be clean. So I check it. I check it. I check it. It's good. You're sealed. You're approved. I no longer look at her sin, but I look at the lamb that has been sealed and approved for you. Therefore, thank you very much. Therefore, Jesus says, not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Perfect example. Here. We hear the Miami Heat work so hard to try and win the championship. The Dallas Mavericks got the championship. They work so hard. This food, this trophy, I want this food. They got it. But that thing's going to spoil. How many of us here are working for things? Nine to five job. That money, that cash. Oh, working for one weekend to go to Six Flags. Working for, you know, get my vacation. Working on this relation. Working on this goals and so on. Working. Here, come to me. I'm a personal trainer. Here, I got to work for these goals. I got to get this muscles. That's going to vanish. It's going to burn down one day, the Bible says. And we go on and says right here. If we can turn to Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, please, and say amen when you get there. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 reads, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Work your salvation in fear and trembling. Don't work for the food that spoils. Don't get lost with the things that are ordinary, the things that are regular throughout the day, 9 to 5 job. Oh, here comes another weekend ordinary. No, God is in the extraordinary things. He wants you to work your salvation with fear and trembling. He wants you, he says, but for food, this food is the bread, Jesus. But for Jesus that endures to eternal life. Will you profess a desire to be instructed like these men said in verse 28? What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. After they heard Jesus saying so much, so they asked him, what miraculous signs then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our forefathers ate the manna in the desert. It is written, he gave them the bread from heaven to eat. But let me tell you this bread, like it says in Exodus chapter 16, verse 4, God gave him the bread of 
the, the bread of heaven, which is the manna. They ate this bread, but this people died. Jesus is giving you bread tonight that gives life. He wants you not to reach out for the goods that are temporal. He does not want you to reach out tonight for the, for the things that are, you know, temporary. But he wants you to reach out for the spiritual blessing that he's going to pour upon you tonight. We go on and reading this says, Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, it is not, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. This true bread is Jesus, for the bread of God is he, Jesus, who comes down from heaven and gives life, life to the world. And he goes on and saying, these men said these words, from now on, give us this bread. This divine work, I'm going to go back to back to verse 5, verse 28. The work that Jesus told him to do is a divine work that God wants to intervene through people to do. Perfect example. If somebody tells you, hey, I know how to make you a millionaire. I know how to make you big biceps. You'll be willing to do it in the blink of an eye. But Jesus says, after they ask him, what, can, what we must do to do the work God requires? Believe in the one he has sent. Simple. And he comes as the living bread of life. And he comes to fill you. Because it says in verse 34, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Hungry for relationships, thirsty for food. If you go throughout the day without eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, trying to work a nine-to-five job, trying to do your chores, what's going to happen to you? You're going to starve. You're going to faint, pass out. I am the bread of life who comes to me will never thirst and be hungry. Who will say, give me this bread like these men said? Who will, pro- who will be the ones that's, that profess and decide to be instructed? Like these men asked, what we must do? And they cry, and they said, give us this bread. Will you be willing to reach out tonight to Jesus in a few mornings? We're going to encounter the Lord. Will you be reaching out to Jesus tonight? I said, give us this bread. Give me this bread. I do not want to work for food that spoils anymore. I do not want to work for things that are temporal. I don't want any blessings. I want a spiritual blessings. I want this. And John 4, 13 says, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, willing up to eternal life. Jesus wants to fill you with the springs of living water that will just consume your most inner being. If you're willing to reach out tonight, say, Jesus, give me this bread. I am tired. I am just tired of the ordinary. Jesus, come and give me this bread. Jesus wants to give you this bread of life because there's people dying in this world. You might be here in this room. You might be starving and thirsting inside because you might not even know it. Reading the Bible, praying, seeking God tonight's a night. No, looking left to right. Who's looking at me or why? If I feel like crying or I want to just shout to God, doesn't matter. Do it. Lose the dignity. Lose the pride. Go after Jesus tonight. 
I came here tonight saying, oh, I'm going to preach, but I, this is only my third time preaching in my entire life, but who cares? I'm going to go for Jesus. Somebody's going to hear this word. God gave me this word. Not just for me, but for everyone in this room because he destined it. Here we go. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, if we can turn there, please. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. Before we read there, I'm going to read what it says in verse 39, chapter 6 in John. Jesus continued and said, this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. You're going to be risen up in the last day. You'll be guaranteed tonight if you reach out and say, Jesus, give me that bread. Jesus. Give me that spiritual blessing. I'm the one of the very few. Fill my most inner being with the living water. Fill me. I am hungry and thirsty for you. I am just been starving all this time. Fill me, Jesus. Will you be willing? First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel. And with the trumpet call of God and the death in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive are left with be caught up together within the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. You're going to be caught up. If, you don't, if you're doubting that time, that moment to come, well, you know what? You can guarantee it tonight to secure it. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Let's turn there. When you get there, say amen. Verse 15. This is what I want to emphasize every single one of us to do. Get filled tonight with this living bread. Where you will no longer thirst and be hungry again. Get filled tonight in a few moments when you come up to pray. So you can give this bread of life to the world. 1 Corinthians chapter 5.15 And he died for all because he didn't just die for you but for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord, Father God. Come on, Jesus. If we can please stand up and join me you can stay at your seat or you can come to the altar. You can walk around, whichever way you feel comfortable, wherever you feel that you're going to sense God touching your hand tonight and fill you with this bread that will give you life and fill you with this spiritual blessings, this spiritual blessings where you will not go hungry and thirsty. Hallelujah, Jesus. Begin to reflect on the word of God. Father God, we just pray that you begin to speak to every single person's heart right now, Father. You begin, Father God, to just deal with the things of the hearts, God, that don't belong there, God. Father God, if they've been starving for weeks or days, they've been thirsting for you, they couldn't go after you because things get in the way, I pray that right now they will end that, God. That they no longer work for the things of this world, God. Things that spoil, God. But they will work for you, Jesus, that gives life. 
You, Jesus, the bread of life. Hallelujah, Lord. Come on, reflecting God. Encounter God right now is the moment to reach your hand out. Say, Jesus, give me this bread. Come on. Right now is the moment to reach your hand. Say, Jesus, I'm tired of the spoiled food. I am vomiting what I go back to. Reach your hand to him. He's faithful. He will touch you. He says, and if you drink from him, you will no longer thirst. You will no longer starve. But you will be filled and satisfied. He said he wants to give you life to the full and to the abundance. He wants to meet you halfway in the air. And he, before that, he wants to give you this life to spread to the rest. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Those that are joining us tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday for the outreach right now is a perfect time to get filled with this bread so you can give out the bread as well. Because the Bible says, Jesus says, that you are the salt of the world. You are the salt of the world. And you have to stand out in the hilltop and not under. Jesus. Jesus. Something that is salty is very attractive. If you put salt in an egg and you take a bite, you taste the salt. You taste it, you can taste it, you can feel it. You sense it. If you're the salt of the world, when you walk into the streets of North Avenue, California, people ought to be sensing that salt. People ought to be sensing that salt of the world. People ought to be saying, you know, I was that guy right there preaching to that person. I want to go see what they're saying. Get filled. Reach out to Jesus and ask him for the bread. He will give it to you. This is my Jesus. This is the air I breathe. This is the